You do it right, and you'll get a monthly treat. Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one... With me today, the international collector of urinal cakes, it's Mike Zamora. Wow. Yeah, I've got an impressive collection if you ever want to come see him. And does his house smell what? Well, I that's clean a, them, right? You know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's the key. You clean them. Well, you have to spray water on them yeah. get that scent out. Yeah. Uh, so it's just the mintiness left. Exactly. Mm. Also with me today is uh, the man who just... Named himself Two Fingers Anderson. It's Rick, <laughs> the Two Fingered Anderson. And we're gonna leave that to your imagination. Why that? Why that fingers uh, nickname? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna let you just go with that. That'd be best. And I want. I want to. Uh, I also want to know when Mike's opening his uh, his museum of urinal cakes. I, I want to. I you want to see the urinal cake museum? Yeah, yeah I want to see that. You know, we're just putting the final details together. We just got, really got to figure out a rate for it. And you know, if you go, don't forget your spritzer bottle, so you can <laughs> smell each one. <laughs> they have interactive parts of the museum. Well, yeah. It, what's what good is a urinal cake? Because they all kind of look the same. You can yeah. get the different colors, but sometimes they have different scents. Yeah, so okay, you have to spray you. them yeah, to it. get the scent. I get it. Yeah. You know, that's part of the interactive experience. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, your intro. Yeah, it's done yeah. now. <laughs> 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 Went off the rails slightly. That's okay. What's hey, this is an off the rails kind of day. I, I spent uh, two hours doing dishes this morning. Mm. Speaking of which, you're, uh, you had I think the... I got up at like seven, seven thirty, something like that, and started oh. doing dishes. And after drinking, you had a uh, you had a uh, an anniversary party last night, right? And you had I did yes, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Damn it! I thought I might have been over there. To my house and dirtied all my. Is that like a? Um, do you guys always do an anniversary party? Not always, no. Oh, okay, okay. I actually think that's kind of a cool idea. I mean, a lot of people do anniversaries. They, you know, talk about going on vacations or things like that. Yeah. I think having like a little like a get together like that's kind of a cool idea. Well, I know we've done it before. I want to say yeah. we've done it before. Yeah, uh, we just, yeah, I don't know. How many years? Fourteen. Huh? I remember fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> you remember fourteen? Yeah. We're approaching our twenty fifth. Wow. This is our twenty fifth this year. And actually we we were together for three years before we got married, so technically it's twenty eight, but uh, we don't we don't get credit. We don't get credit for that. <laughs> we don't get All credit kinds for that. Technical. All right. Right on. What do we think of this uh Goza? The Goza is it's pretty fantastic. good. Now that we know how to say it, fucking Canadians. Yeah. There are uh once again fucked by Canadians. Yeah, yeah. By Touch me in my naughty place. We're being invaded. We are being invaded by our uh, other part of our crew here, the Longwellians. <laughs> you know, they do bring with them two fingers, at least. At least. At least two fingers. But we already had two fingers right here yeah. next to me. Yeah. Mr. Two Fingers Andrew. This is like the mellowest podcast I think we've I think, ever done. I think it is. I think that's what happens when everybody was drinking the night before. and uh, you oh, know. See, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just a little, but you know, I barely I slept on the floor because I got kicked out of my own bed. What <laughs> um, Well, I my wife passed out on the couch, and I covered her up like a good husband should. Mm-hmm. I thought about not doing it, so that that's also a good husband. Um, and then I went upstairs. I finally corralled all the children that and got them into the bed. And finally got him settled down into a sleep, and then I started falling asleep, and I got I got right there where you, where you're, you're you know you're sleeping at some point, and then you're just about to disappear into whatever that slumberland is. Yeah. And then my wife shows up and flops <laughs> down right on top of me, and then shoves and shoves and shoves. Now I'm out of the bed because there's no other room in the bed because there's three kids in the bed that are you know spread out all over the goddamn place, and so. I said, fuck it, I'm just going to sleep on the floor. So I slept on the floor for like a couple hours, and then I, those sunlights woke me up and apparently went downstairs and decided, <laughs> fuck it, why, why sleep when there's so much fucking dishes and shit to do? So we got it cleaned up. We got most of it cleaned up. Huh? I feel like such an ass, though, because I heard all that going on, and I just pulled the covers over my head. <laughs> no, it's not really happening. Not yet. <laughs> nah, it's you fine. Didn't, you, you, didn't, you were the guest, man. You didn't feel Jeff crawling into the bed with you? 
I should have went downstairs. There was already what two or three adults. Yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> well, it is just Mike's, crawled at the bottom of it, yeah. and like a dog, and just laid there. Yeah. <laughs> it is Mike's bed. There's always a "We're open" sign posted yeah. on the outside of it. <laughs> Or like any good dog, I should have got at the bottom of the bed. I should have crawled into the bottom of the bed and then itched. <laughs> so the whole bed starts shaking. <laughs> that would have been nice, too. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So uh, this week you, you brought to our attention an interesting thing happening in another country called the Fellatio Cafe. Yes. Which I think, in, um, I think that needs our attention. Yes. Switzerland. Yeah. In Geneva. So is this literally what it sounds like? I mean, is it actually yes. a cafe? If you read the article, um, which wasn't very long, yeah. uh, and it's on Dangerous Minds, you should go. You should go read it, and it's it's kind of funny and interesting. Um, yeah, the uh, this is not an original idea. Apparently, they have these uh, fellatio cafes in uh, Thailand. <laughs> which of course they do. Um, they, I don't know anything about Thailand except I like their food. Yeah, um, but uh, apparently they have these and. and Whoever this is decided to open one up in Geneva, and what it is, it's just a, a, a like a Starbucks, a fancy Starbucks, where on an iPad you get to choose the person who's going to fillet you, and then order a coffee. They come and uh, blow you while you drink your macchiato. So that is essentially what it is, and they're and they describe like, oh, there's an iPad. You'll be given an iPad, yeah. and then there's pictures of all these women or men. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I thought it was a little unfair. I thought women should be involved in that too. I think they sh- they deserve to be filleted as well. As I pound my phone, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Sounds like a delightful pairing. But, yeah, like, you hear about like certain beers pairing well with certain well, foods, certain wines. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, coffee pairs best with. Oral sex. <laughs> I th- you know, of course it does. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm picturing... Get a jerk and a jolt every morning. <laughs> oh, my God. I I'm, love it. <laughs> but how does... Okay, so it, it, people people come in, in like in a group of four? See, that's what they did. They weren't they really... All, yeah, they, everyone just takes down their trousers and uh, they sit down at a table. I mean, that really, you know, hey, let's meet for coffee. What? No. <laughs> I'm not sure about this. I mean, would, I, I have a I hard mean, time. That ha- was going to be one of my questions for you guys. Yeah. I mean, would you? I mean, I I would do it just for the novelty and just to say I did it. But it I, would it, be very weird. It would depend on the actual process. I mean, if it's literally like an open, just plain yeah, old that's, that's restaurant, what I saw. and the waitress comes along and drops the coffee on your table, and then crawls right under it, and then expects a tip. There's a table involved because because that's one. Of my well, fantasy. there's two tips. <laughs> <laughs> is there a table involved? Yeah, I mean, if there's a table, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's always been that's always been a gig for me. It's just you know, it's never happened. I've n- nobody's ever p- pitched in to make that happen for me. So if anybody out there is looking to make my fantasies come true, I've always thought <laughs> I just want to be sitting at a table. Yeah, and then just have somebody go. Tables over. generally aren't like this table we're at well, right oh, now oh, is, oh. is a general height of a table. Yeah, not enough room down there to do this. So is there like some sort of 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 like uh, like change your oil pit underneath the table that they go down and and then all of a sudden things well, are happening? Well, having built some furniture before, I can tell you that the standard height of a table <laughs> is a little bit lower than a countertop, which is thirty six inches. Yeah, it's it's a little bit closer to thirty inches. Yeah, I would say that uh, you're you're wandering right around the forty inch level. I think between forty and forty two is a really good. Well, height you wouldn't want anybody for, to hit their head. <laughs> So this brings up another thing. If there isn't a table, there's is there a certain etiquette true. when receiving yeah. fellatio? No, th- like, can a- you set the coffee coffee on the person's head? I mean, but- <laughs> Maybe they're wearing cool little hats that are trays. We don't know. Maybe they are. They are the table. Well, no, I, I'm picturing like the that tables. Su- the sushi girl. You know, I'm picturing the tables are are which is the creepiest and grossest thing anybody so can the, do. They're I mean, up like this. Good. They're up like this high, yeah. and you're reaching up to get uh, while you're enjoying the rest yeah, of your order. tall table, low yeah. chairs. But no, I'm, I'm I want to go back to asking though. I mean, is, I wonder if it is like a you go in with a group of people to have coffee, and you are all getting your own. In the article, that was never answered, but I yeah. My my imagination ran with it. So. Yeah, but, and how do you best sex? And you just carry. What on. if you bring your own blowjob? Is that okay? <laughs> it's like the movie theater. You can't no, bring your own no, blowjob. No, yeah, no, no, no. You can't. You it's can't. like my wife's here. Why can't she just you know? Or no. maybe I should just go down on her and she it's can like, have her coffee. Like bringing, we can do a teamwork effort. It's here. like bringing your own food into a restaurant. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. I guess that would be like that. <laughs> Some places have a corkage fee, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Would it still be called a corkage fee? Yes. Shit. Oh, somebody's down there. Is that you? Am I playing footy? Or a dog? That's a dog. Oh, my God. So, uh, but okay, what? What? I, I'm still not following what Mike's fantasy was. You you started to describe I it. I get blown while I'm sitting at a table. Oh, I true? thought you meant you wanted her up on the table. No, no, while no, no, you're no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I got it under the table. <laughs> Either way, you're going to be spending cash. But I suggest you go to Thailand instead. Specifically, of a work desk, cheaper. <laughs> work desk, boy. This Ooh, this fantasy yeah. keeps but, getting more right, and more but, specific. But not, not one of these cube desks like I've been always chained to for you know. Cube? What's a cube desk? Uh, a know, cubicle okay. desk? Yeah, cubicle. Yeah, those things are horrible. I'm talking like a nice wood. Desk, yeah. office, uh, sunlight, sunlight. <laughs> There's no like, sunlight where you work, huh? People no, coming into no, Mike's. No, <laughs> a regular desk isn't tall enough, though. So people coming into Mike's office are just going to hear this. Yeah. So I have a sit stand, so I can actually sit low and have my table up here <laughs> if I want. Oh, see, that's perfect. Those are that. That would be sit great. Sit stand desks are the best. That would work. But if they're doing their job right, your knees are going to buckle. That's true. It's so, height, they need so a little. They yeah. need a bar. Go up and down. Yeah, yeah, you need like bars. Hold on to. Okay, back to work. See, that would be awesome. There should be fellatio at work for oh, everyone, God. not just men. But this place is just for men. I, I don't want to change the subject. Hmm. For this, straight, this beer that gross white uh, poured me. Uh, <laughs> what, what? What do you? This what is you the Ruben Gosa. Okay, Gosa. I, I like it. It's um, Gosa. It, it's got elements it's, of it's, maple syrup and. No, that's, that was the waffle. The, the finish is a little bit like <laughs> coffee, a little bit. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's... it's I'm, I'm being sarcastic, no. obviously. <laughs> but it's good. It's, this is a good breakfast beer. It is clear. It's refreshing. It's it is. not overly malty. It's almost like a champagne. If, sh- if champagne was yeah. good, that's what it would taste like. That's what I... If champagne is actually... <laughs> <laughs> champagne is good. It's just with orange juice. Right. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, but, I like that. This is a, once again. I always have a knee jerk reaction to anything that's very light colored. This would be a good uh, mimosa beer. Yeah, really oh yeah, good mimosa yeah. beer. Yes, but uh, I I like this a lot. I, I would give it a three. Oh, this is would definitely you? a three and a half. Yeah, yeah three Maybe, and a half. I four. would say four. Yeah, four. I'm thinking I'm going to go Solid four for this four. one. Uh, Rubens yeah. hits it out of the park. Nearly every I I don't I don't think I've ever had anything bad from him. So. Hmm. I'm just going to state that now. <laughs> <laughs> While I get closer, you want to go on the record, Rick. Jeff. You want to go on the record with that? Yes. Can that you write a, that down? That can is you, a big. Can you can you go ahead and write down I'm Jeff's gonna, on the record as Jeff's, saying Ruben? I'm I've written it down. Okay, <laughs> not the sandwich, not the sandwich. I, You're I not think, a fan I of think, Rubens. Rubens. I'm not a huge Rubens fan. <laughs> Only Rubens Brewery. How about not, not the sandwich? How, how about the art? Fuck the sandwich! Did, what did, did you like any of Ruben's <laughs> art? Uh, that uh, I think he was like uh, around oh. the Baroque period or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, well you know, not as good as the beer. <laughs> not, a, not a high enough know. ABV to keep my interest. Exactly. <laughs> the, the exactly. Art. Yeah. The art. Really. The art, the art did not more. do anything for me. It tasted bland. Kind of. Uh, there was a little bit of paint. I was and ripping pieces of it off. The people, the security people, were leading me out. I couldn't stop and enjoy it. It was just really <laughs> unfortunate. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. Um, That's one so, thing I, I did enjoy. Uh, uh, um, the smartest man in the world. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Greg Proops' Greg book, Proops. where yeah. he, uh, he 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 goes through a whole chapter of how to steal art. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Is, yeah. it, is it a good read? It, it's fun. It's a good one. Um, nice. I because I'm so used to listening to him, I got the audiobook because I'm I do Audible anyway. And it's so read like, by Fuck, him. Yeah, yeah, it's read by him. That's why I wanted to get it because oh, I knew it was cool. read by him. And he puts his own little spin on things. But, I couldn't imagine yeah, yeah. his his anything that he writes or comes up with being read by anybody but him. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those personality <laughs> he, things. Where you have to you have to hear yeah. it read in his tone with the way he says it. He has know. a distinctive rhythm to yeah. the way yeah. he talks and yeah. reads things. So I'm assuming yeah. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he goes off on a tangent, a whole uh, a whole chapter on how to steal art with your friends. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's by country, so it's like it has the personality of each country. The only so, time I've ever wanted to steal something from a from a public uh, like a like a display like that, urinal cakes, like an art <laughs> about urinal cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I do collect those. I do collect them. I, I, I go to public. You're never going to catch up to Mike. Mike's the urinal cake champion. <laughs> what was the uh, the Star Wars um, uh, exhibit in Seattle a few years ago where they actually had real models from the movie that they oh, used wow. to film the original mm-hmm. movies, and it was just like walking around, you know, the the, the exhibit. 
I was literally feeling like I just I really want to steal something. I want one of these things, <laughs> even if you have to break off the tiny antenna on one of them. Yeah, yes. yeah. But yeah. you wa- you walked into the exhibit right off the bat. They had the original um, the land speeder that was in the original film. Uh huh. Right there, and it was like it was literally like a couple of feet away from me. I'm just like, <laughs> is it worth jumping over the thing and getting into it just to say I sat in the thing before I get kicked out? <laughs> you mean you didn't? <laughs> no, I really, really wanted to. I'm pretty to, sure though. I've got a picture so of me cool. sitting in it. How did you sit in it? Like this. <laughs> this is another one. I like that. That was that was a, a good visual joke for the podcast. Yeah. Like this. This is another one of your fantasies. You're like, I'm yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping a Jawas down there underneath the uh, steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, as long as a Jawa likes its Gaussian light, because it's six six IBUs and four point three percent. I was yep. just wondering. We were speaking with Jim last night. He was describing his perfect beer, and he goes, "Yeah, it needs to be like under ten IBUs." And underneath five ABV, and I was like, "Do you yeah. think normal beer drinkers could start with something like this and find?" No, I don't think he would like this. Yeah. It's it has too much flavor for Jim. Jim, Jim doesn't really like flavor. flavor. He doesn't like flavor. <laughs> no, and he'll admit it. He, he's he is one of the pickiest fucking eaters to this day. I mean, he's really branched out now that he's a full grown adult in his forties, but in his twenties and thirties, he would. He would not eat anything that was not like meat, processed meat. Is he'll eat the hell out of that? No fruit, no vegetables, just processed meat and ketchup. That was pretty much his whole <laughs> diet for like the first thirty years of his life. I don't know how he did it. I mean, it was yeah that yeah that and in any other carbs like you know bread or spaghettis and yeah cheeseburgers. That's all. Yeah, he. Oh my god, he would he not just... eat any fruits or vegetables. Like he started with apples. He's like, I'm starting slow. I'm starting with apples. I'm like, ooh, brave. But, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So the, the, on, the, on the subject of tasting beer, I was reading a, a study the other day that a, a guy who is apparently a former sound engineer and became uh, a researcher of some kind, he got grant money. He got people to pay him to do this study. But it was uh, playing types of music and having people taste beer. And he got paid money to do this. And he actually found that Why the different, fuck do I have a different job? types of music <laughs> affected uh, how people perceived what? different beers. He had three different beers. Hmm. He had like a, a low ABV pale ale. He had a, a triple ale. And... Uh, Boy, what what was the other like thing? a Belgian triple? So, yeah, like a Belgian triple and uh, one other beer. I can't remember it right now, but uh, he played uh, music that had a lot of uh, high uh, high pitch range stuff, and he played stuff that had a really low pitch range, like a lot of bass. Mm-hmm. And he found oh, that yeah. bassy music <laughs> changes people's perception of beer. It makes bassy it taste, music. T- Count Basie's music. Count Basie's people's perception. I've always said that. Count Basie's music (laughs) makes makes beer taste uh, more bitter, and Uh. uh, high end stuff like uh, piano music Mm -hmm. makes it taste sweeter. Weird. And like like across the board, he could he could actually get a vast majority of the people tasting the beer to not even recognize that they're tasting the same beer twice. Wow. He would like have them taste the same beer twice in two different settings with either really high pitch music playing or really really low end music, weird. and they would say, "Oh no, that's a different beer." Hmm. Interesting. That's weird. That's awesome. I, yeah. would, I like it. I would love to be part of that study. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to be part of that study. <laughs> yeah, forget I, conducting it. We we I also realize. What do you think? The... I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Start that song over again. Get me another beer. <laughs> Play me, some, play me something different. I've heard these two songs before. Exactly, exactly. Actually, I've got I got my phone with me. Do you want to put something from? Hold phone? on, I got Pandora right here. I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to ruin your shit, but I'm going to need more beer. We can go all Conway day. Twitty. Here we go. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah, I wonder if that happens though with in oh, fuck, with other cool. beverages though. I mean, is it just particular to beer, or would oh, it would I, it affect other drinks? Uh, I'm, I'm sure it would affect other I, things. Yeah, yeah, so. Who wants to everything. taste other things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's, uh, it's, it's it. I think it goes behind the same. Uh, um, I, 
whatever you call it, uh, the the same uh, uh, philosophies of of like restaurants, like in restaurants that play like classical music. People tend oh, to stay longer. Yeah, and yeah. in in fast food restaurants, everything's made to be very temporary and be very short. So your your seats are uncomfortable. The music's probably something that not everybody's going to like very much, or it's like rock and roll, you know, Fast-paced. classic rock type stuff. That's you know, boom, 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 and no one's ever there for more than 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, right. And it's it's the, they do they do all that on purpose. All yeah. of that's done on purpose. Isn't um, that weird? How uh, it, they use reds and yellows, like bright colors, like uh, McDonald's does, on purpose. They, yeah. All of that is on purpose because the red starts to make people feel uncomfortable. I've always, I've always <laughs> been fascinated with those kind of decisions that businesses make about how they design things. It's like you mm-hmm. think, you think it's all done for aesthetic reasons, but you find out, you know, you learn things like that from time to time. That you know, everything mm-hmm. in a fast food place is geared to getting people in and out fast, fast as possible. Every single aspect of it is yeah. done that way. And one of the things I've always thought was kind of cool is that department stores. Have you ever noticed that a majority of their posters that they have up around the around the and marketing materials that they have up on the walls have got people looking straight out at you, and they've discovered that um, people, you. yeah, people are less likely to steal things if there are images of people looking at them. Yeah. So like all of the there's never images of people in department stores. It's not because of the cameras cuz they don't give a shit yeah. about cameras for some reason I don't they're, know. They they they're never like looking off in other directions. They're always like breaking the fourth wall and like the all the the, the models and stuff are always looking right at you. And there's wow. that's the reason. They they want people in the stores to actually feel it's it's just weird though. I'm always fascinated with when you learn like weird little obscure things like why why certain things are the way they are. Well, it's it like supermarkets. Yeah. The things that people buy the most are always way in the back corner. Uh-huh. Like Hagen's, for example, the one right down the street. Yeah. The milk and everything is way back in that corner, and you literally have oh, to yeah, walk yeah. through grocery stores half are... the grocery store to uh-huh. get there. Yeah. And all the grocery stores are built that way. You yeah, know there are people that are paid a lot of money to make mm-hmm. those decisions. Right. I, I was told by one of the worst professors that I had at Western. He's a psychologist. Was he just really bad at his job, or was he a dick? Uh, <laughs> no, he, he was a really nice guy. He was just a really poor teacher. But one of so the he's things just bad at his job before he was a teacher, he had just become a teacher and for the longest time he'd worked for some corporation as a uh a a psychologist that made those kind of decisions and Mm -hmm. did those kind of studies and he said you know if you're really serious about using your degree in psychology do what i did like get into io psychology industrial psychology Mm -hmm. uh and you know it work, well, it's corporate. For You're gonna make that, lots of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, don't be a counselor, and certainly don't be like, don't don't like, you know, <laughs> don't st- help people. Study, study rats. Victimize and- <laughs> people by using their psyches against them in corporations. He said, Use- oh yeah, this is that's one of the few ways you get paid as a psychologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah now now I'm one. Now I'm want to circle back and wonder and figure out how to best. Are there little tricks for fellatio cafes to to make sure like people you know get in and out quickly enough and and get their business? I don't know. Is are the chairs going to be uncomfortable? But it's Geneva, so it's going to really rich city. That is one of the, a very rich city. Yeah. Um. It's it it's five dollars to go four blocks on the bus. So you know it's it's a very rich city. Mm-hmm. So I assume I assume it's going to be very comfortable, and they're think, probably uh, going to have. Is, is there anything Geneva? they can do to make it go faster for you, Rick? Oh. Oh, is there something you're special? I mean, uh, well, well, you know what? They have I those have special f- seats that have that little thing sticking up. It yeah. rubs on your uh, prostate. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, God. Your well, pants are already down. Do. You might as well just go all I the way I do have a little is, cubicle is like fantasy. A Does it cost more for her finger? <laughs> I don't know. That could be extra. Oh, God. Is that a, is that a menu item oh, option? Oh, I don't but, know. It could be. But if they and, play... And p- can you get it a la carte? Or is that an add-on that you have to have with a... With the order, right. well, and also if they're playing <laughs> piano music, does, does do you seem sweeter to her? <laughs> no, but the, 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 everything is be- a little bit better. Oh, okay. okay. Luckily, they're gonna be they're gonna be playing uh, industrial German music, so <laughs> oh no, that, that should that should oh, quicken things up. Bad choice. Bad choice. <laughs> I, I think Geneva would be a good place to go for a vacation, though, if you needed to get away from any friends or family members who are Trump supporters. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, we want to hear about this. <laughs> I want to hear about this. You don't have to name names. One of us has had a, a we run need to protect in, the innocent. Has had a run in with a friend or family member. <laughs> Maybe only one. Only one. Only yeah. One oh yeah. 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 I, I don't count because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't care. 
So um, we all have that one person in our life who's a little bit off the wall. And I've got a few family members who are a little off the wall, and I'm pretty tolerant of them. Yeah. Because they're family. I have to love them to some degree or another. No, you really don't. don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> okay. What does it mean that we all shook our heads? <laughs> no. Unanimous decision. <laughs> well, in my family, we have to love each other to some degree or okay. another. Okay. It's like a family rule. It's a family rule. Okay. There's a, it's, a, it's a pretty big family. There's... It's kind of a drag. I think... We, were, we invited 200 people to the wedding, and I th- want to say about 120 of them are my family alone. Wow. wow. Family. Like my, my wedding. There was four of my party and 150 in my wife's party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not like distant relatives I'd never heard of, although there were like three of those. Yeah. Um, they're all people I grew up with and spent a lot of time with, and I was there for their kid's birth and then um, babysat for the, like, we were very tight family, mm-hmm. very large, large large type family um wait define large like how many people were uh, so just a lot of people a lot yeah large family we large talk, family are we talking about the mexicans here Mm-mm. no nope that's my norwegian no the mexicans yeah, yeah, that's mexicans. what she's talking about uh, anyway so um i have a friend of mine who has kind of always been he has he has a lot of demons that he's been dealing with. Um, we met him when he was homeless. Crack Rattled. cocaine, it sounds like. <laughs> That's crack is not the only way you get to be a Trump supporter. Really? There's other ways. Meth. Generally, the crack is in the back when you, you bend over to get some pick something up. That's where the crack happens. Mm. <laughs> anyway, we've interrupted. Yeah. Um, so just a lot of back and forth. Um, couple of hospitalizations. Mm. Um, a lot of just real bad situations. Um, and he was part of a program at the homeless shelter where you have to be virtuous and godly, and it's a one- or two-year program, and there's no room for error. So every time um, he would go on a date with a girl or have a drink, which, I mean, we're dealing with sobriety, so that's a no-no anyways, but he would get booted out of the program and have to start all over again back in the homeless shelter. Wait, for going shelter. on a date? I yeah. mean, I understand maybe the drinking thing, that's fine, but going on a date, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I want to go to the movies with you and not have coffee. Um, <laughs> but that, that is something that was not this frowned yeah, upon no, in this program. You're not allowed what, to. what kind of program is this? I mean, I, it's, don't, it's, I don't understand the program. It was, it's built by a bunch of old dudes who are like, God uh, is the old only Old white way. guys. Yeah, old white guys. Yay. Yay. Um, they're the best. He got kicked out again. <laughs> the last time I was able to spend like, a lot of time with him. He got kicked out again um, after he chose to go to his, um, uh, I think, NA group. They were having like this graduation deal, and he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And they said that's either you stay in the program or you go to your um, AANA group. And he's like, "Well, they're the only ones keeping me sober." So, <laughs> anyways, um, so he's been in and out of the homeless shelter again. He was doing really well for a while and relapsed a couple of times. And then recently, I think it was about maybe like a month or so ago, he started posting like some serious godly, like conservative oh. things. And I'm like, hmm, this sounds like it can go either way. And then uh, the other night he came out as a Trump supporter and it became a really. Oh, yeah. So he came, so he came out as a uh, Trump supporter. And yes. You was, ruined that whole thing for gay people. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> he came out as a Trump supporter. Well, <clears throat> he was he was alluding to that. He wouldn't have a popular idea. And he's kind of going on this conservative God bender, binger, bender, binder. I can't remember the word anymore. Binder? Bender. 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 Yeah. Bender. He's bent towards godliness. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's Bender. a point where he's he's very much one of those people who doesn't who doesn't have much exposure outside of the homeless shelter where they're pretty crazy conservative. Like when I worked there, they had me sign a paper saying that I would go to church weekly in order to get employment. <laughs> I signed it. I didn't go to church because <laughs> yeah. um, they had me working when I'd go to church. I was wondering why Jesus was crying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was kind of, it was kind of weird because I've never had this like weird, like I've had friends in my circle, like completely excommunicate others for voting for Trump because he represents, he's anti-women, anti-LGBT, anti-immigrant, anti, um, anything that's, you know, makes America 
great, mm. quote unquote. Um, and I was reading through his chain, and um, we have a mutual friend who is who is Muslim, and she's not like Arabic Muslim. She's like white convert to Muslim or to Islam. Very sweet lady, very wonderful. She works um, with a bunch of human services nonprofits in order to promote well being for people in this person's situation, so homeless and all this jazz. And she was trying to give him education, saying, you know. This guy hates me because of who I am. We had a bomb threat in our mo- in our mosque the other day, and the guy showed up. Um, the guy who threatened to blow the the mosque up, and this is in Bellingham, by the oh. way. Um, and I didn't know there's a mosque in Bellingham. Apparently, I didn't know either, but apparently there is because um, she's I'm she's Bellingham. I know there's a temple, a Jewish temple. We've got a Greek Orthodox. We have Jewish temple. I'm, uh, but um, I didn't know we had a mosque. That's cool. I didn't. Oh, either. we have uh, there's we, the the Sikh place out where I drive by every day. Maybe. Which they're, I think the Sikh's different, though. Um, yeah, they're an offshoot of Muslim. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so she's trying to give him all this education, and he's getting... But, it was just really hard to to read this guy. Because he, he's a really sweet individual. Like, he really just wants the world to be wonderful. He loves puppies and sunshine. Like, a great guy. And As long as everything's white. Yeah, it turns out. And yeah. then, of course, he had It'd be the, hilarious if this was a black guy. He had the ex-veteran who was just like crazy right-wing nuts. So like, I fought for your freedoms. Don't infringe on mine. And it's like, no one's whole, doing no that. one's saying. Everyone's just trying to give this person education about how this uh, uh, presidential candidate has literally excommunicated just about all of the minority populations. And as me personally, as someone who is a part of many of those groups, um, it was really hard for me. To, like, I'm still kind of sitting on. What do I do with a friend who apparently hates everything that I am as a human? Hmm. Well, is, does he truly believe this? Because what I've noticed, and I can only speak from like my parents, will say rhetoric like that. You know, it's all the black people and the drug babies, and all the gay people should be blown up on an island. You know, they they do all that, and as soon as they meet my friends who are those things, they're like, "Oh my god, they're so nice." Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, yeah, a lot that's how the, people are. A lot and, of those people, I think, literally are <laughs> those people. A lot of those people are, are <laughs> I think, are um, are just literally not are sheltered enough to the point where they 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 get most of their information about what. These other groups of people are like from sources that are that are warping, you know how they think. And then once they once they're actually exposed to somebody, you know, then they they mm-hmm. see. This yeah, like, oh, exactly. Oh. And that, that's that's one of my biggest complaints about oh, a lot. We of- met this gay guy, and he wasn't immediately trying to fuck me in the ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're like that. They don't yeah. actually no try to way. do that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So. Um, I was in such a crisis of what do I do? I ended up watching Jurassic Park three and watched the thing in its entirety. Like that's how distraught I was which, over which, what to do. Which the thing? Hmm? The original? Oh yeah, or the, the, the my, my buddy here because it's. I, part of me is like, you know, I can he he's gone back and forth on a lot of different social issues, and you know, once you sit down and have a conversation. He's like, oh yeah, I totally get it. like he's, you know, yesterday Caleb was talking about how he how he talks with such confidence, people will believe any bullshit he gives them, and it can be totally fake bullshit. <laughs> this my my buddy, he's the guy that is that will believe any bullshit if you say it with enough confidence. Yeah. So you know, you, I, I've sat him down a few times, and like, these are the social issues. This is the left side. This is the right side. This is how it impacts you as a person. Um, think about this and he's like oh yeah i guess that's totally right and you know then then yeah, i don't know where i was going with that but it, he just wants to be right he wants to be right and you know what's funny is that he's supporting a candidate that's literally going to take away all the social services that he really depends on right now yeah you can't sober you to can't. keep housing and that it's like, line of that line of arguing never works with people like that because they just don't believe that's that's going to be the case i mean i've i've been through that with people before and um yeah, and and there is a weird sort of. I mean, I I lost uh, my best friend in high school. We haven't talked in probably three or four years because we were friends on Facebook. When I got on Facebook, and he didn't like my views on things and didn't understand that does? usually I'm usually I'm being a smart ass. <laughs> Shut up! I'm Fucking unfriending. Bicycles. I am unfriending I don't like you. Bicycles. I'm unfriending you now. But uh, he he he's a hardcore conservative and. Didn't I have a lot of conservative friends, and they all sort of understand that I'm being a smartass half the time, or trolling them whenever I post something, and it's just it's really just a what's your reaction, and then I'm going to be a smartass to you, and it's it's I've never done that with the intent of you know trying to 
or rarely done that with the intent of trying to trying to piss somebody off. On okay, purpose. every once in a while. Well, I mean, I, I'll get upset occasionally about something political and, and go off on an actual rant. But usually, I mean, it's usually like kind of at a, on a friendly level. It, there's a little bit of seriousness to it, but there's it's mostly friendly. And I have a lot of conservative friends that get that, and they'll make smart-ass comments to me, and I make smart-ass comments back to them, and it's back and forth. This friend of mine never quite got that. This, this guy I'd been friends with. All through high school, best friends, inseparable, and we were constantly with each other. After high school, hanging out, you know, it was just, um, all of a sudden one day he's just like, I'm so sick of this, and then he unfriended me, and he's like put, he did something on his own Facebook page, said something like, oh, I finally got around to taking out the trash today. And that was like, that's the last we've talked in like three or four years. And, and I felt really bad about it for a while, and then after a bit I was like, you know, if that's, if that's how much he's changed since high school... Then it's done. Why would I? Why do I even care anymore? You know, it's like I was bothered about it for a little while, but at some point you just gotta let people like that go and say you're you're hopeless. It's just you're hopeless. Do. I mean, it is. Okay, I do. I think she's she she's certainly in the business of you know hope. So no, I, I don't think she's. But, but, but that's the pro- that's the problem. That's where you get your anguish from. Is that you know what what can I do to fix this situation? Sometimes you, you, you can't, can't fix it. And sometimes people, people change can only so much. Sometimes so. people change so much. It's just like that was, you know, you got your memories with them, and that's that. And then it's done. And um, it. Yeah. I'm going to weigh in here a little bit. And yeah. I, 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 Yay. We go back to, to the, the, face, <laughs> the Facebook comment. Initially, I said, well, you just unfriend them, right? I mean, that's, it's, you know, yeah. you've got enough friends in your life that are good. I, I would like to think that uh, you, could, you could stand being minus one. But, uh, you know, now that I've heard the rest of the story, and I know how important family is. Uh, one thing that uh, I do from from my position is, and you can see that this this person also almost needs this energy in his life to kind of help with that sobriety movement. Can you not give that as a gift? Can you not give go? I'm going to love you, and I'm going to gift you the fact that you're a douchebag on some aspect, because I know that's what it takes for you to be you, and to maintain that level of sobriety. Yeah, I don't know if I can, because I'm I'm not straight. I'm from a family of immigrants. I'm a woman. I'm a millennial. I'm everything that Trump is anti. Um, so for someone to full on, like, endorse somebody who literally hates my mm-hmm. who I am as a human, yeah. But- um, does this person truly understand all that, or is he just kind of glomming on to like one or two things? Because that's what I've noticed with a lot of people I've talked to, and, and I, I go, oh, you, you, you like Trump, and they're like, I know, you're going to yell at me, and no, I just have a question, why? why, why what are the reasons why yeah. you believe Trump is going to be a good president? Mm-hmm. And usually they can only name like one, two things. They, they don't even cover, like, the anti-woman, the, the I hate Ohio, or whatever the fuck he went on a tangent there. They don't, they don't know any of this other stuff. They don't have any of these other information. Just the fact that, I think he's going to make America great, and, and, and we're going to get rid of Muslims. Yeah. And, or, or he's going to do this. You know, they can only ever state a couple of things. At this point, it looks like he's particularly invested in the Islamophobia as well as the anti-immigration. But he also threw out some abortion, anti-abortion stuff, and I'm like, "Wow, really? "Hmm, Okay, Mm. see, see, I could." So again, crossing into the anti-women stuff, I'm like, "Well, that's not." mm." Well, (laughs) if he's been, it, it almost sounds like he's been coerced into Christianity at some point. Pretty much by. Getting help, which to me is not help, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. They're obviously, you know, that we wanted to give uh, um, uh, stem cells or whatever. You know, when you have a baby, you can give the umbilical cord to mm-hmm. genetic research. They wouldn't do it because we had it in a, a Catholic hospital. <laughs> they actually said, we cannot do that. We are not allowed to do that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and see, where and, I was going yeah, with, with the gift is, I don't think I could give that gift to a stranger, but if this was somebody that was important to my life and it was a, a matter of kicking them out of my life or having them remain in my life, I, I could give that gift. And a lot of that comes down to it, and I, and I know that the, the from the Trump side and we get kind of wrapped up in this rhetoric, I think even should the worst thing possibly happen and Trump becomes president, you know, maybe there's some energy given to that slant, but I, I don't think that there's going to be riots in the street where we're hunting down Muslims. I sure hope not. I sure hope no. I sure hope that there's I, enough common sense in this country. We don't become 1935 Germany. Right. <laughs> 
But uh, you know, it's we're it's not going to hunt them It'll happen down. again, but we're not going to hunt them down. We just want them to mark their houses so we know where they are. I mean, that's just <laughs> it's just. Just or we're just going to put them on a train. Yeah. And then you won't have little, to deal with them anymore. They just get a little Look tread. at this hand. Look at this hand. Look at this hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not worth unfriending someone over. Uh, uh, a, a dear friend of mine, uh, yeah. I've known him since I was a year and a half old. Like, we couldn't put sentences together when we first met. Yeah. And uh, I still about, can't. about five years ago, he started doing a lot of downhill mountain biking. And all the guys on Galbraith Mountain drink PBR. And he started drinking PBR, and I almost stopped spending time with him. Uh, but I, I, as a gift, as a gift to as him, gift. because I, I, I love him so much. I mean, he's a great guy aside from this one thing. Uh, and I told him, you know, I, I will be seen in public with you. I will interact with you. I'll even drink beer with you. Just don't ask me to drink one of those. I will go have coffee with you. <laughs> It has it such a new thing to me. <laughs> They're going to have coffee now. It's, 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 I'm going to use it as much as it's possible. It's more exciting. So the, the, this key lime beer. Are you I, saying you want to go have coffee with me? Uh, <laughs> depends on how high the tables are, I, Jeff. I, I, I can already see that this is going to turn into a, 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 a code word for something else. Oh, well, yeah. Have you guys ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Starbucks. Uh huh. That, that's what I thought of when I saw when I saw Fellatio Cafe. In uh-huh. in that show, Starbucks has become a place you go to get to get a hand job. And, oh, and they refer to it as a full body, watch that movie again. full body latte or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Fuddruckers becomes a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, and that's what I thought of when what I heard that. What does Fuddruckers become? Uh, Buttfuckers. Oh, Buttfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. So um, what what's the, what is this beer that we're drinking? The Fort this is George? the uh, Fort George three-way IPA. It's, uh, I think, a collab, isn't it? It is a collaboration brew between uh, Fort George, Melvin, and uh, Barley Brown is what I want to say is the last one. I'm looking through the can because I know. Yeah, Barley right. Brown beers. Yep, Barley Brown, Melvin, and Fort George. Yeah, I'm going to say I hate this beer. I'm sorry. I'm going to go against the grain. I do not enjoy this beer at all. I, you know what? When I first tasted it, I jotted down a three, but I'm actually the more it's one of those. The more I drink it, the less I less I'm digging it. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm I'm probably going to give it's it. It's certainly a two. not the best IPA it's I've ever had. Oh no, it's not. (laughs) I believe it's called Gosa. 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 Yeah. It's shit though. No, 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 Shaisa, no. It was different. We'll say that. It was yucky. (laughs) It was was delicious, and it went down my gullet perfectly. Nope. Jeff, you really need to do like a little moment on the podcast every time of the uh, the pretentious German. I feel I feel do this every time I have a beer. <laughs> this is this is now me. My name is Gosa. <laughs> Gosa, yes, Gosa. Gosa. Gosa that movie the, was about me. Gosa the Gosarian. <laughs> Gosa the Gosarian. <laughs> the traveler has come. So, <laughs> what? So what's the what's the judgment on the on the Fort that was George, in the second one uh, on the Fort George three way no, you you hate it I, I I'm not but a you, fan well, but I'm trying to figure out what I don't like about the beer because you know it's yeah. not like Fort George or Melvin I'm not familiar with Barley Brown but those are all three good breweries I imagine yeah and I can taste the Melvin in here yeah but I think it's the fact <laughs> it's that on I, the nose the Melvin's on the nose. Somebody's ass in failed. So here's my thought. So I went I went to the local yesterday with or a couple days ago with a, with a few coworkers and mm-hmm. trying to help them pick up beers because a lot of the microbrews they they never heard of and um, a, a coworker of mine was looking for a solid IPA and so we're looking at the IPAs they had three, two of them were super hoppy and the one that was left was full sale and I'm like well full sale is nothing terribly special but if you're looking for a decent IPA that you can just drink and drink and drink and ha- hang out with friends and not care about. Mm-hmm. Go with that one. I feel like this is in that same group. Like, I could definitely have this again and again. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I wouldn't say it was bad, but it, you know, it it does the job. Well, uh, I would. I just had um, a flock party the other day. Oh my god, that's so good. That was delicious. Flock party, flock party was we, delicious. We that's had, a pale ale, though. We had that at Greens. Um, but like that brewery does oh, a great IPA. Yeah, um, that's two of these breweries 
do great IPAs, but this IPA is not as good as the original IPA ta- that is coming from those breweries. It tastes like a mess. It's like I taste three different oh. beers in there. There's no cohesion in you know, the flavor. I, th- no. I I was just thinking about... It tastes like a three-way? The- if you had licked a three-way, <laughs> that's what it would taste like. I have licked three-ways, and it, it's very similar. <laughs> I th- That's what I'm saying. I think what bothers me about the the hopping of this beer <laughs> is it tastes like the the bittering that they used. They used a really aromatic hop, and it ends up being kind of this mm. uh, weak bitterness. Like it, it's kind of hollow. It's not like a, a heavy, deep uh, acidity. It's like if you were to use like uh, Citra or Amarillo hops, which you can like totally smell that hop like it's that dry hop smell that you get before you actually put it in your mouth and uh it's like they use that just say it just say this beer tastes like a sausage (laughs) we're a bunch of we're a bunch of we're a bunch of this beer is like bad fellatio we're a bunch of freaking grade school kids as soon as he says put it in our mouth put it in your mouth we all start giggling anyway (laughs) yes i love putting this beer in my mouth but uh i would say um this is a one note beer yeah Yeah. one yeah I, yeah. No. I, How do you I, speak German again? <laughs> I not beer. It's very chewy too, because I was just watching Brandon's glass through the through the, the sunlight there, and it's like you know you can see the movement in it like a Jello. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't. Wow. I feel. Like yeah, it, it really is a one note beer though. It just says, sorry, like, I didn't mean to backwash so much. <laughs> <laughs> I like it to the beer. I would still crap. give this a three. Wow. Because it's, I, I think it's drinkable. I, I don't know if I, I go out of my way to buy a four pack of it. I'm, but but not, if, if yeah. it's on the beer list and you want a very particular beer that's just a very simple IPA, yeah, this is the beer you'd pick. I, I'm I'm right on your wavelength. I feel like this is like this is like you could have this at a party where nobody's really paying attention and just yeah. and just guzzling beer. But yeah, if, if you're not if you're not being feeling very particular, this is a yeah. this will get the job done. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, there's one like can about. left if anybody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, there's no more uh, goza left. Yeah, yeah that yeah, stuff no was good. So uh, we were like we were going to talk about that uh, the short film. I, I assume we all watched it. Sunspring. Do you guys remember we were going to talk about that on the last didn't podcast? We, didn't we talk about that? No, oh, we didn't talk about it. Wait, why didn't we talk about that? We're supposed to watch a movie. Why doesn't? Oh, it yeah. it's a short. It's a short. We film. did. We told you last time. It was moon? written. You remember about Moon? Remember the Sunspring was also something we were going to talk about? Did you not watch that? Oh, my God. You are failing the podcast. What is Sunspring? <laughs> when did we talk? It's, you guys got to, like, it's a, it's like a short film. It's a short film that was written. Because I never, I can't keep up with the Can you make guys. her the intern and put me back on the podcast, please? <laughs> nice. We're putting you back on the payroll. <laughs> back on the payroll. <laughs> Wait, you guys get paid? <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! This whole podcasting thing—it's a very lucrative endeavor. Right? <laughs> I told you guys, shut up. By the way, uh, for all you listeners out there, we're going to be uh, starting a Patreon account uh, for you guys to, uh, you know, contribute as soon as we feel like uh, it won't be a too big of a hit to our self-esteem <laughs> that no one contributes. So you know, just just keep on listening, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll get one set up someday. Someday. <laughs> someday. <laughs> But the uh, the Sunspring film was written by an AI. Mm-hmm. It was generated by a, like a, a, a some researchers took a whole bunch of scripts of of sci fi movies and fed it into a, a neural network, and then had it and then seeded it with with sci fi story ideas, and it generated a script, and then they filmed it. So I you guys didn't watch it. It's actually kind of fascinating because no, nor it's, have I heard it's, of it. It's almost like watching. Um, it's almost like the sort of sci-fi movie that we, you'd come up with, like in your in a dream or something, where it kind of feels like it makes sense, but it doesn't actually make sense. Like everybody's so kind of like Little Nemo. <laughs> Little, Little Nemo. Nemo. What's that? It was a cartoon show. For, oh. It must have been like the eighties. Toaster. On a, no, that's the that's a brave little toaster. No. No. He's on his bed and he goes into a dream world and he has to fight the nightmare and there's makes absolutely no sense, but all the sense at the same time. <laughs> And he's in his pajama. Kind of like this. The the what was it? Uh, there was a Care Bears movie that was like that. It was like the third or Care Bear movie. It made no sense, and it was actually kind of perverse. If you actually go back and watch it right now, it's mm. it's like kind of creepy and perverse and weird. 
So it's, <laughs> it's probably one of those type I of 80s movies that just movie. got made because why not? People like, kids <laughs> like that. No, the parents will let them watch anything. Yeah, so, you know, we can make some money go. off of this. You know, The Little Mermaid and Finding Nemo both did so well in the box office. We're just going to combine the two of them. Uh, we'll call it Little Nemo. <laughs> 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 Little Nemo predates both of them. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a much older film. I don't. I've never seen it. So it used to give me nightmares. Little Nemo used to give you over nightmares and over and over again. I've heard that wow. about uh, the the, the sequel, scene. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Well, when the, I was, pro- I started watching it. Probably, I must have been like two or three the first time I saw it. So. Yeah. When you have a crazy train that's going to run you over, that's terrifying. And then you have this giant nightmare thing that's going to acid wash your face. You're like... Wait, Ozzy Osbourne's in this? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he was. He says this train's going by. It's saying things. I can't understand a damn word of it. But, you know. (laughs) I I think Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) needs to be the voice of a cartoon character. That would be great. I think that would be. I think it would be. Have they found him yet? I heard he disappeared. Ozzy Osbourne disappeared. Yeah, yeah. His wife left him because he cheated on her with the uh, like uh, some woman, the 80th woman in the relationship. <laughs> so, um, I thought you were going to say like the vacuum cleaner or something. I don't. <laughs> something I don't know. And, and yeah, he he like. He disappeared away somewhere. No one knows where Ozzy wow. Osbourne is lurking. Yeah, and even the people he He's... told don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he should just continue to sing all of his sentiments because you know when he sings, you're like, oh yeah, I totally hear him, I get it. And then he yeah. talks, you're like, he sounds like a, 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 a really drunk Sylvester Stallone. Is really what he sounds like. <laughs> Well, I used to watch that show, the reality show that he was on, and I used to think, oh, God, his kids are like train wrecks. They are headed for, like, And they're doing terrible. great. They're both doing awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're f- it's, phenomenal. It's, I am, oh. it's crazy. It, it completely defies logic. Train. You know, they should not have turned out the way that they turned it's, out, but it's they It's called did. therapy. Uh-oh. Yeah. My wife's angry. I think it's um. I think <laughs> Jeff's phone Holy is buzzing shit, is like, like an angry bee. That's I think minutes? number six. So I should probably answer this and maybe even leave. Maybe so. we should uh, start our final thoughts. <laughs> I would love to start my final thought. I. Well, let's talk about this beer first before we do final thoughts. Yeah. Oh, this no. is the uh, Colchon Red. Just of course the, it is. And it's a delicious beer. I mean, and it's always a good go-to. Not the best red I've ever had, but it's certainly up there at at least a three point five. Well, you know that goes back to the discussion around the table yeah. yesterday with this Colchon Red. I mean, I think a lot of dudes really don't mind the red. This one I don't love, but you know I'm okay with the red. And it's red. Yeah. Are you comparing beer to periods? Yeah, you missed you missed the uh, song. He uh, um, she missed the intro song. The intro song. <laughs> oh, I, how yeah, did I not even oh, catch that? I needed you really didn't catch that. Into didn't this catch one. That was okay. awesome. Yeah, I was, I was directed right at Anderson. Uh, uh, yeah. Your mouth isn't bleeding, is it? <laughs> oh God. Okay. What was the quote from the song? His face is brown. <laughs> right. Yikes! Yeah, it um, happens. It happens once. In I a have while. had the Colson Red before, and I'm I'm not a fan of it. I I have to give this a a, a very generous two. Red is not my style deep. at all. I mean, it's... the only red I like, I think, is the Ninkasi one. Yeah, that's a great red. I, um, somebody else makes. A, I think Laurelwood makes a pretty good red. Who else? There's somebody else that makes a fantastic red, and I can't. I can't. For that reason, dark red from Mixie's dark red from Post One Eleven. That was oh, really that good. was that amazing. Was that was phenomenal. That was good. Red. That was freaking awesome. But yeah, I I I hate to bad talk any any local brewers, especially. Well, then but don't. I'm, I'm not. So, I'm not into this. So this the one the Colson Reds again. One of those beers where if you've gone through the list, you just kind of want something you don't mind. Nothing terribly special. Nothing unique or out there. You don't want to be adventurous. It's a solid red, and it's going to be something you can mindlessly drink to. When I go to Colchon every week, it's probably the fourth beer on the list that I choose. I go through their stout and then their porter, and then I do their double IPA, and then I do their I- – no, no, it's fifth. It's fifth on the list. I really like their Sunnyland. Sunnyland Sunny Land is, is a really very, very solid good. IPA. Oh Speaking of a good IPA instead mm-hmm. of the Fort George three-way, sorry, guys, but they, they make a great – IPA down there at Colchon. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, that's pretty much all I drink. I'm about to, to say something that's going to give you some insight into how bizarre my palate is. But every time I sip this, I, I get a vague taste of like an oystery kind of taste out mm. of it. And I'm not, it doesn't do it for me. It's the oysters we put in it. 
<laughs> yeah, sure, it was oysters. You know, you know, my problem with the style, it's always, it's like the beer is like, it's trying to be a sweet beer, but it's not sweet. It's yeah. trying to be a hoppy beer, but it's not hoppy. Mm-hmm. It's trying to be a bitter beer, but the the bitterness ends like real quick. Yeah, it's much more. Multi. It's like trying to be all these different things, but it's like the, you know, the only one I've had that's delivered on a single united flavor, I think, is that uh, Ninkasi. Yeah, uh, Dawn of the Red. Uh, other than that, it just feels oh, like all of the flavors just die so quick that like hit your palate and they're dead. Yeah, and then all you're left with is this, this buzzy, fuzzy feeling in your mouth. Right. What if I like that? Yeah, you could. Colson, interesting in that you know we have Wander who seems to never be able to do a bad beer, and then you've got. You know, the opposite of Wander. I won't name them, but we all know who I'm talking about. And then you have Colshin, who seems to be really good at either just knocking it out of the park or, you know, foul ball. <laughs> Actually, last time I went to Aslan, I had a pretty good beer. So really? I, okay. I, I, yeah, I should. I, we should. I had a good we beer. Should. I can't remember which one it was now. But uh, it. Batch 18? We should. Was, no, it was, it was a, uh, it was, I think, it was a much lighter beer. Almost, not, not a sour like the Gose, but... Uh, it was a Saison, I think. They brought in a and it was a, it was they? a really good Saison. <laughs> I maybe they did. I don't know, but it was a pretty good, solid. They hired. Farmhouse. They hired a good beer. They hired Wander to come over and do their beer. Oh, no, they're they, outsourcing the Indian. We we really should drop that, shouldn't we? Because they, I I've had stuff from from Aslan in the last year that I I think I there's one that I, I liked, and I, I I just read that they were going to do an expansion. They were trying to get up to thirty barrels or something like that. Something like wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're obviously cool. doing good, and it's maybe us just picking on them. The place is no, always no. Packed. They're not. There's other people who felt. I mean, there's weren't we weren't so, alone with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Aslan for me, it, it's very hit and miss. They do make some good beers, but they make some terrible beers. Again, referring back to Friday, yeah. I was trying to pick a beer from one of my buddies, and he picked the Disco Lemonade, and he about spit it out. Really? Yeah. He, yeah, that's not a very good beer. Oh, I, no, I didn't he, mind it. He thought it was the most miserable beer. That was ever. one of the first beers I had from there. Um, that was foul. And I was yeah. trying. I was trying. He wanted. Good, yeah. He wanted something sour. I was trying to get him to go over to the Wander Millie, but um, he's like, oh, no, the disco lemonade sounds great. And then he drinks. He goes, this sounds, it tastes like somebody's piss. Like, I can't, <laughs> how do, why do people wow. think this is good? <laughs> I'm like, and On that note, good night, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we just offended Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> he's, well, like, he's like, piss, piss doesn't taste <laughs> that bad. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't know if you've ever not had peace. It is delicious. Depends on the person and what they've been drinking. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So we're quickly approaching episode yeah. 100. And my, on a final note, I'd like to say, you know, look forward to uh, seeing that new logo in play because uh, I really enjoy it. I don't know if we're going to get a new intro, like a little even more metal intro. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I know our logo is changing and uh, I'm yeah. all for it. It looks terrific. Yep. Cool. But, Good night, Dave. <laughs> Uh, I w- world peace. <laughs> That's my final thoughts. World peace. Well, I, I, Bree, can you top that? Because I can't top that. No. Yes. Maybe. What? <laughs> she is not paying attention again. I am not. I'm thinking about how that my my coworkers' reaction to the disco lemonade, and it's a memory that I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. <laughs> Okay, on that note, again, I can't top that either, so go to bed, Dave. Good night! So, yes, I've been to a Fellatio Cafe. The only problem is that the service really sucks. Thank you, I'm here all week. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, Bree Edwards, Michael Zamora, and Brandon Longwell. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. It's just it's weird. I don't I don't understand. We we go through that from time to time where we we we're looking for somebody to save us. I'm not looking for somebody to save us. Yeah. You know but, who's going to save me? Rubens. Rubens Rub- Bruce. Rubens Bruce. That's who's going to save me. Well, me and Rubens, we've got a special date tonight. Everything has got to be just right cuz it's my last chance to see Ruben before he moves to Italy. 
So I got my favorite scarf and I got my favorite hat. Got all the jewelry. 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 <laughs> jewelry. Did my makeup like a cat. I got on my favorite bra and I got my favorite tea. Oh shit, I see there's blood on my panties. <laughs> what the fuck do I do? I could cancel, but that would just be rude. But shit, he's just a dude. This Reuben. Oh, there's no way he'd be down. Or maybe he would. But that's... What's at stake now? Or he might not wanna. And this thing is, I'm gonna. He's hotter than Madonna and a lot less drama, <laughs> even if he's going to Italy. So what did I did? What did I do? So I turned the lights down, and he still went down. He didn't even know that his face was all brown. He said, "Boy, you taste good. Boy, you taste sweet." I said, "You do it right, and you'll get a monthly treat." Mekaleka high. Oh my god. Mecca Heine ho. Here we go with Ruben. That was fucking brilliant. That, yeah. And not... I, I've 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 been there with <laughs> several people. They didn't tell me. Or they didn't know. Yeah. Oh well. So are you familiar with Randy from uh the trailer park boys? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Because I was sitting here and Randy from the Trailer Park Boys walked out of your neighbor's back. Uh, I guess I sorry I couldn't help but giggle. I was watching the Trailer Park Boys the other day. <laughs> oh my god! Do me a favor, Google Randy from the Trailer Park Boys. Okay. It, but, but, oh my god! Man. See, that's what I. You guys have heard me rant about this before. It's that's all right. I'm that neighbor. I mean, uh, I might step out on my deck. You're not full Randy. As funny as some of the stuff is, like he walks around. It's like I always joke around about how I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him a shirt for his birthday. <laughs> I want him to rediscover the joys of wearing a shirt. Um, <clears throat> here we goes. Here we goes. 